for another episode of the Tan and J-Man show. show. Oh, man. Show. It is uh, everyone's favorite hour of their week, and it happens on a Monday night. I am peak Monday tonight, by the way. I can already feel it. Well, but, words are uh, hard. Words words are difficult, especially uh, at 5.30 Central Time on Mondays. Brain is fried, but that's not going to stop us from bringing <laughs> hot takes. Hot takes, topics, pick some more Excellent. tonight. For thanks, episode... for, thanks for finishing that for me because I couldn't gotcha. remember what you usually say. I gotcha. Episode 321, second yeah. episode of 2023. Got a lot to cover. Got a lot to cover yeah. tonight. Yeah. It's, uh, it's always kind of sad when the NFL season ends because there goes uh, 50% of our uh, content. You're right. Uh, but, and... uh, still got a month so left. You're right in that sense, but also when your team's 5-12. and 12, you're glad it's coming on. Yeah, I've I've been there many of times. <laughs> I know it's uh, man, man. Eh, I'll talk about it later when we get to our NFL part. But I do have some NFL related birdie or bogey Beautiful. for you. Uh, let me pull this up real quick. Here we go. All right, Austin Eckler of mm-hmm. the Los Angeles Chargers became the fourth player in NFL history with 100 receptions. In a hundred rushing attempts in the same season, who are the other three guys to accomplish this? Three other guys, a couple players coming to mind, of course. Um, it's a good question, though. I did not see this anywhere either. Good. So, um, you could be you better not be lying. I'm not lying. I promise. <laughs> Scouts honor. Scouts honor. Uh, Birdie Bogey is brought to you by Arlington Public House. Arlington Public House has upscale cuisine and cocktails with a casual atmosphere. They are located 703 Main Street in Rochester, Indiana. Uh, you can visit their website, arlingtonpublichouse.com. Good grub. Good grub. Very good food. Food you would find in a big city, but located mm-hmm. in the small town of Rochester, Indiana. So go in there. Uh, they'll have their doors open again starting next week. So uh, Monday through Saturday, mm-hmm. go in and get some dinner. Good stuff. You want to talk uh, football? Let's do. Let's talk college football real quick. Since the national championships tonight, we didn't really talk about that at all last week. Mm -mm. Uh, Got Georgia undefeated. Georgia against one loss TCU. Uh, Georgia, I think a lot of people expected them to be in the college football playoff. Mm -hmm. But I will say, you know, because their their players, especially the quarterback Stetson, jeez, Bennett. I couldn't think of his name. He came out and said, you know, a lot of people were doubting us this year, and I was like, eh. At first, but then I got to think about it. I'm like, well, a lot of people picked Alabama to win the SEC and win the national championship. So in that sense, he's right. Uh, but that's not the big story of the game because, you know, they're defending national champions. It's TCU. Mm-hmm. It's a team that Nebraska had better national championship odds coming into the season. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sonny Dykes, obvious national coach of the year. Like, there's there's no one I can even think that deserved it more than Sonny Dykes. Uh, right. Coming in, he he was at uh, where was he at SMU, I believe. Yes, SMU did well there. Mm-hmm. Before that, he did not do well at Cal, but before that, he did well at Louisiana Tech. So. Yeah, Cal Cal's a job anymore in both basketball and football, where it feels like it's going to take a lot to even try to have a winning season there anymore. You're right. Uh, but yeah, Sunny Dice come in with this high powered offense. He was great at Louisiana Tech, um, and then of course goes to Cal and SMU. But uh, he he took over a program that was. Formerly really good under Gary Patterson, and they kind of hit, uh, they, they kind of stalled out a little bit. And uh, Gary Patterson ends up getting fired um, after I think they went five and seven last year. And um, Sonny Dykes comes in with the same roster and puts up one of the most high powered offenses in college football this year. Um, I think most people were very surprised they beat Michigan. Mm-hmm. Uh, now they have an opportunity to go and, uh, Knock off the defending national champs who are who are an older veteran group. I mean, their quarterback Stetson Bennett is older than Joe Burrow. Older, I think he's Justin Herbert's age, and they've been in the NFL for three years now. Uh, so he, they obviously have the experience uh, aspect of that. However, Georgia's defense, which was one of the greatest defenses in college football history last year, they uh, have given up over a thousand yards uh, their past two games combined. So I think TCU will be able to move the ball on them. Uh, they can't afford to have any sort of turnovers, obviously, against a team that good. Um, but at the same time, I don't think um, TCU really has much of a shot tonight. But again, didn't think that against Michigan either. 
Um, but uh, yeah, uh, TCU take care of the ball. Uh, Max Duggan had a fantastic year, and he has to put up some big numbers tonight. Thirteen point dogs, the Horn Frogs are mm-hmm. coming into tonight. Uh, what's your score prediction? Um, I think Georgia covers, but not by much. I'm I'm thinking something like uh, 38-21, something like that. I'm gonna go Georgia thirty-one, TCU sixteen. Mm. So right I I honestly <clears throat> kind of forgot the national championship was on tonight. Um, for whatever reason, I've never. I, I mean, I've watched it, but and I've complained about this before, and it helps being in Central Time now. But the games are so long. They say the start times at six thirty Central Time. Yes, they, they moved it off. up an hour this year. It won't kick off till seven fifteen. <laughs> Let's be honest. Um, but half times long. Games take four and a half hours, so uh, I, I sound like an old man, get off my lawn type. But I, uh, I don't even care about that. It's just they need to play it on a Saturday. Absolutely, I was meant to play on Saturdays. Yeah, yeah why? Why wouldn't they play on Saturday? I, I know it's it. It used to interfere with the NFL playoffs, but now that they've added an extra right. game, it's not going to. Right. Uh, right. So yeah, play play it on a Saturday. Yep, we'll work together, figure it out, play it mm-hmm. on Saturday, especially in twenty twenty four. When we adopt the twelve-team playoff, mm-hmm. figure it out and play it on Saturday. Yeah, no reason why they can't. Yep, but uh, it's crazy. To think college football will officially be done for a twenty twenty-two season yeah. after tonight. Seems like the uh, season just started too. Yeah, it went by fast. Seems yeah. like it goes by faster yeah. and faster every year. Yep. So, but let's uh, continue the football talk. Let's talk NFL. Our last three winners, three losers segment for uh, the season. Uh, pretty straightforward winners, losers in my book because uh, three teams made the playoffs that needed to yesterday and three teams missed out on the playoffs um, over the weekend. So started with my first winner, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, got it done. Didn't look good early. And then they forced a very timely turnover and ran it back for a touchdown. Um, so Jacks are very fortunate. Trevor Lawrence did not look good in this huge game. Uh, but uh, now they go into the playoffs, and uh, I think uh, they kind of got hurt by the um, – did, did the, the Chargers got the five seed, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, I would much rather have faced the Baltimore Ravens than the uh, San Diego, good Lord, the L.A. Chargers. Uh, but, yeah, credit, credit to Doug Peterson turning them around because they were dead in the water after that Denver game in London. Mm-hmm. Um as as we've talked about uh, before, and they won. How many in a row did they win? Seven to end the year. Well, I know they were what one and six start the year, two and six or something like that. Something like and that. They- I, yeah. Um, they uh, Trevor Lawrence turned it on. That defense is playing well. Um, I don't think they'll be a real difficult team to uh, beat in the postseason because uh, I just don't think they're overly talented. They just were benefits of playing in a very weak division, but uh, credit to them for getting it done. Yeah. Um, what a turnaround for them. I mean, like Doug Peterson said, all Trevor Lawrence needed was to find his confidence again, mm-hmm. and that's what they were able to do. Yeah. Um, I think this is bad for the AFC South and, and fans because I thought maybe the Jaguars could take this step next year, and the fact that they did it this year mm-hmm. and they like to spend money in free agency, I could see them taking control of that division for a little while. Yeah, you look at the division um, – Colts are looking for a new head coach. Texans are looking for a new head coach. Again. Um, again, yeah. Uh, the Tennessee Titans fired four offensive coaches today, including their offensive coordinator. You look at the quarterback situations there in the AFC South. The Texans, uh, Lovey Smith and his pettiness went all out to win yesterday uh, to ruin that number one overall pick for the team he knew he was getting fired by. Uh, so they could miss out on a uh, – they, they sh- they're in good shape to draft a quarterback. Uh, but they might have to trade up to one to do it, um, which is the thing. So I think a lot of teams are going to try to – at least the Bears are going to be very motivated to move down, uh, assuming they don't want to draft a quarterback. Um, Tennessee's in – yeah, I agree. Uh, Tennessee's kind of in quarterback hell right now too because Tannehill's still under contract. Malik Willis looked awful in his uh, short time. And then the Indianapolis Colts could be a team that needs to trade up to number one and draft a quarterback. I've been they, – they need to be complete teardown. So, in my opinion, it would make very little sense to trade all those draft picks to go up to get a quarterback when you could probably even get a, maybe even a C.J. Stroud uh, right where you're at. Um, so, it looks like Jags are going to be, uh, for the foreseeable future, the team to beat in the AFC South. I think I'm going to have to root for the Jaguars to win it all because as a 
as a pro wrestling fan, I want to see what would happen if they won it all because the WWE usually sends a title, a customized championship to every team, right? Well, with the Jaguars, with the cons owning the Jaguars and owning AEW, I want to see if the WWE would actually go through with sending them a title or not. That would be interesting. But it's not going to happen. They're not going to win it all. But I just, from the wrestling fan of me, thinks that would be funny to see what would happen. Out of all the teams in the AFC, uh, the Jags would be the team I'd root for the least. Why? I do not like Jacksonville for whatever reason. Because um, they're in the state of Florida in the AFC? Uh, not even that. They're so far away from Miami. I know uh, they are, but. It, they're, it's, it's South Georgia there in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, I, there's something about them I, I just have <laughs> never liked. Oh, give me them over Kansas City any day. I'd even root for Kansas. I'd oh. root for Buffalo over them. That's how much I don't like Jacksonville. Something. Yeah, that's saying something. So I'm gonna know Jags are on my uh, yeah. winner list as well. As are uh, your so, Mi- Miami Dolphins. Yep, I'm wearing my Waddle Waddle. Figured you were. Yeah, Waddle Waddle uh, sweater. Um, it was the least. Ex- they haven't been to the playoffs in six years. It was the least excited I've been after watching a football game, even though I knew they were getting in because it's just it's depressing. Um, watching Skylar Thompson out there, he's going to be working in an office building somewhere next year, and he's trying to lead him to a, to the, the playoffs. He's not going to start next week, regardless. I can't imagine. Tua, uh, they're hoping obviously he can play, and they're going to learn a lot more by Wednesday. But at this point, I'd just be—they're not going to beat the Bills either way. Just try to save him. Uh, let Teddy Bridgewater take his licks. Um, I, I was just happy they got in, uh, so I could stop hearing. All the Mike McDaniels is fired. They're going to go get Tom Brady sort of crap um, out there. And it would have been an epic collapse had they missed it after starting 8-3 and three and then losing six straight uh, to end the year. They were very fortunate that uh, they got to face Joe Flacco yesterday because he was bad. Jets offense is bad. They hadn't scored a touchdown in three games, I think, still. Um, and defense stepped up when they needed to, still not forcing turnovers, which is not a good uh, recipe for success to go into Buffalo and try to get a win. But – um, they got in the tournament, and that's all that matters at this point because uh, they're not going to do much after that. But I sure would take it. Second longest oh, yeah. drought behind the Jets in the league. Yeah. Uh, Jets haven't had a winning season in seven years. Is that it? Sounds they haven't right. been in the playoffs in 12. Yeah. Uh, I, think, I don't think they've had a winning season in six or seven years. So I thought they were going to do it this year with the way he started, but nope. Yeah, honestly, yeah. after Brees Hall got hurt, yeah, um, against Denver. Yep. Yeah, they were five and two, um, mm-hmm. and they just weren't the same after that. Right, right. My last winner's Seahawks. Wasn't yep. pretty, but they got done in overtime, and they got very lucky. Geno uh, passed um, Russell Wilson for most mm-hmm. single season yards thrown, and the Seahawks history helps now that they play an extra game. But mm-hmm. that goes for any passing stat, and sure. he's had a Pro Bowl year. It's just crazy to think. Um, I was hoping they'd lose because I really wanted to see the intrigue of the Sunday night game to be heightened even more with the potential of Lions getting in with a win. But I, yeah, I'm disappointed the Seahawks won. They are one of my winners because I wanted to see the Lions in there. They're a fun right. team to watch right now. Uh, mm-hmm. They're a tough out. They play hard nosed, tough football, which is a Dan Campbell staple, and he's completely turned them around. And I think they'll be pretty good next year. Uh, but yeah, Seahawks are one of my winners. Uh, it was scary there for a while. Um, against a bad Rams team, but uh, I just I'm a little disappointed that yep. they got in. So those are the three you had winners as mm-hmm. well. Three losers. I actually have I think two different losers than you. So I'll let you start off with one. Uh, ten- Tennessee Titans. Um, they were not on my list, but it makes sense. Josh Dobbs played okay, and then he had the bad bad fumble return for a touchdown. Um, quarterback situation is brutal. Defense is good. Derrick Henry's not getting any younger. Uh, he's he's a kind of running back that kind of fizzles out quickly. And uh, towards the end of the year, he wasn't the same Derrick Henry we're used to seeing. So I can see that team really taking a step back unless they want to go make a trade uh, for a quarterback. Um, so they're one of my losers. One of my losers, Green Bay Packers, which they're I guess is one of the years. Well. Um, I mean, all they had to do was win at home <laughs> against a division rival and you're in. And they were uh, one of the hotter teams in the NFL coming into this game. And they lost. And Aaron Rodgers didn't play very well. And he was – the Mikes picked him up after the game. One of the Lions rookie wide receivers won his jersey, said, "Ah, I'm going to hang on to this one. Then when he was walking out with his buddy Randall Cobb, it looked like he was really taking it in and looking around. And got the feeling um, 
that could potentially be his last game playing in the NFL. And if not, it might be his last in, in uh, the green and green and gold, green and yellow, whatever. Yeah, um, they're one of my losers. No one deflects blame more than Aaron Rodgers does. He's talked trash about the Lions all season long. Um, didn't say a word last night, which he, he he couldn't say anything last night. They got swept by the Detroit Lions, and he played uh, two of his worst football games against the Detroit Lions. Um, no quarterback in – I've loved rooting against Tom Brady, but no quarterback in NFL history is more fun to watch lose than Aaron Rodgers. Blames every single other person except himself. He's blamed the organization for not getting the wide receiver help. He's blamed – his wide receivers, when they did get him wide receiver help, he's blamed them for not running the right routes. He just deflects blame, deflects blame, deflects blame. And I am so glad I don't have to watch him in the postseason, although it is very satisfying year after year after year they choke in the playoffs uh, at home too. Um, I wish the Steelers would have beaten him so he, he wouldn't have gotten one because, honestly, he doesn't deserve one. And really, the Packers are – or a fascinating franchise when you look at it because, you know, they had tons of success back mm-hmm. in the day with Vince Lombardi. Brett Favre gets them, gets them to back-to-back Super Bowls. They win one, they lose one. Rodgers only got there once. He won it, but he's only been once. And I know there's more to the football than just the quarterback. But it's like for the quarterback talent and, and, and how many division championships they've won in the last two decades, you're right. They, they just choke. They do. Year after year. Yeah, and a lot of times it's at home, like you said. Mm-hmm. So, One of my other losers is actually the L.A. Chargers, not just because they lost to the Denver Broncos, but they played their starters a lot longer than they probably should have. Yeah. And in doing so, Mike Williams gets hurt mm-hmm. to the point of they're not sure if he's going to play this weekend. Yeah, the uh, Chargers season turned around when Mike Williams came back. Right. From his first injury. If they lose to the Jaguars... I wouldn't be surprised if Brandon Staley gets fired, and mm-hmm. it, this could be some of that doing. Yeah, it was just stupid. I mean, you know, from a fans' perspective, that if you're not a Charger <clears> fan, <throat> sure, you want to see those guys play because it makes for a more compelling game in Week 18. But I don't know why he left them in there for almost three full quarters, especially just, because the Bengals Ravens game was already over. They already I mean, locked the five seed. Yeah, they, they already locked anything. the five seed. Playing. Play him a quarter if you want to play him. Yeah. Uh, but uh, in uh, especially a guy like Mike Williams, who's already missed a bunch of games with injury this year, to have him out there was just colossally stupid. Because, um, I mean, he's he's six. He's huge. Yeah. He he has ar- arguably the best catch radius in the NFL. Uh, he's 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 the best jump ball receiver in the NFL. Um, and to lose him would be a killer. Yeah. In. Austin Eckler, I mean, he turned out fine, but he took some licks yesterday. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Bronco defense was flying around just trying to hit people yesterday. and Taking um, out some frustration. They definitely were. And I'm thinking, man, if I'm a Charger fan, I'm on the edge of my couch thinking, get these guys out of the game. Yeah. It's meaningless. But yep. that's why they're in my loser category. Uh, my last loser, uh, I debated between the Houston Texans losing the uh, number one pick in the New England Patriots, and I chose the Patriots. Um it's obviously very difficult to go in to Buffalo and get a win, especially after what happened last Monday uh, with DeMar Hamlin. Uh, but they were in a situation you win and you get in, and they couldn't do it. So I've the Dolphins have been in that situation, so many, including uh, it's very reminiscent of 2020 Dolphins. Uh, Dolphins, all they needed was a win to get in, and they had to go to Buffalo and they gave up 56 points. <laughs> um, so uh, their, their odds probably weren't very good to begin with. Uh, but uh, which the pa- Patriots weren't because Patriots had the seven seed, but the Dolphins actually still had the best um, playoff odds to get in. Uh, but they couldn't get it done. And now uh, since Tom Brady has left uh, New England, uh, they are 25 and 25. My last losers is the Houston Texans. Mm-hmm. They messed up the number one pick by beating the Indianapolis Colts yesterday, but then they fire Lovey Smith, which we all saw coming. That's back-to-back years. You fire a coach after a year. You got to give a coach two years eventually. Um, <clears throat> when, and, now the, and now they're finding that it's hard. It's going to probably be hard to yeah. draw interest in this job. D'Amico Ryans, who played for the Houston Texans, really good Davis coordinator for San Francisco. He should, he said he has no interest in, yeah. in, in interviewing for the job. So, Especially because their owner, Bob McNair, uh, had some pretty racist comments a few years ago. Uh, so for a person of color, uh, D- David Culley, gets fired after one year. Lovey Smith, when he was hired, it, it almost felt like that was just a one-year stopgap anyway. Right. Um, the whole year, there was no way 
you felt like he was going to be back. Right. Uh, but still, it's it's a bad look. And now Nick Casario's their GM's been there three years, and this is his third coach he's having to hire. Yep. Head coach he's having to hire. So, um, it's a bad look. But at the same time, smart because Lovey Smith's not a good football coach, and it's uh, and he's he's proved it here the past six years or so. The Eagles' offensive coordinator Gannon, I believe, is his last name. <clears throat> I see he's getting a lot of traction with that job, so yeah. he's one to watch for there. And and it is Black Monday today. Um, yeah, we already knew the Colts job and the in the Denver job and the Carolina job were open coming in this week, but added the Texans last night and added Arizona today with mm-hmm. the firing of Cliff Kingsbury, which was another head scratcher when they hired him originally. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I think he was twenty-five and thirty-one with Patrick Mahomes as yeah. his quarterback at Texas Tech, and you know he'd been mentioned for offensive coordinator jobs in the NFL, which which would have made perfect sense for him. Um, and the Cardinals inexplicably hired him to uh, be a head coach, and it seems like every year except this year they would start out six and two, seven and two, seven and three, and then just fold towards the end of the year. Uh, this year they were bad from the jump. Um, and now it sounds like Kyler Murray is going to be involved in the head coaching search, which when you sign to a long-term deal and all this money's guaranteed, you probably need him in the room uh, to make sure it's a good fit for him because he's going to be your guy. Although I think that was a terrible signing to begin with. Um, he just, it, a lot of hype and very little substance in my opinion from Kyler Murray in his career so far. Um, but uh, that's another job that uh, I don't know of many, it's, I mean, on paper, maybe you, know, you can work with Kyler Murray. You got DeAndre Hopkins. You have uh, Hollywood Brown. You got James Conner, all these guys. But uh, ownership there hasn't been great either. So, no, it hasn't. And yeah, it'll be interesting. Kind of, he got hired because of Kyler Murray and fired because of Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. And, and you remember when, when they hired Cliff Kingsbury, he got fired from Texas Tech. He was going to be the OC at USC. I think he worked yeah. for like a week. Mm-hmm. And then, then Arizona out of nowhere hired him. So. Yeah, it was uh, befuddling. Really, I think Johnny Manziel got him the job when he was the OC at Texas A&M. I think Johnny Manziel kind of helped him get to the NFL. Mm-hmm. Looking back on it, but uh, yeah, we will see. I he would be great to go back to college somewhere. I mean, I know there's no head coach openings. Maybe A&M should have waited and hired an OC instead of hiring Bobby <laughs> Petrino. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What you gonna do? Jimbo is uh, desperate, man. He's something, that's for sure. He's <laughs> he something. is something. Before we make our playoff picks, I thought we'd go through every team in the league mm-hmm. and give a thought about their okay. their season or where they're sitting as a franchise going forward. We'll go division by division. We'll start with the NFC East. Let's go with the uh, let's go with the New York Giants. I actually have my NFL season predictions pulled up too, so I can uh, drop those as well. I, I have, have the my Gi- playoffs, but I can't find my season predictions. Gotcha. I uh I had the Giants finishing third in the NFC East at five and twelve. Uh Brian Dable will be one of the candidates, if not the leading candidate for uh, NFL head coach of the year. The job he's done with uh, Daniel Jones turning that offense around. Defense has played well and uh they got in the playoffs. I was not a believer all year and they got in. Still not a big believer, but uh all that matters is they get in. That's all that matters. I'm I'm still searching maybe I can come across these uh these predictions, but yeah, Daniel Jones, I think that's kind of the big story with them besides uh, Dable. In my mind, mm-hmm. is Daniel Jones buys himself at least another year as a quarterback in, in New York, so good for him. Uh, let's see here. Uh, how about the Washington Commanders? I had them finishing 4-13. and 13. They were a lot better than that. Um, they finished 8-8-1. Eight, eight and one. Um, We talked about it last week. Ron Rivera was very stupid to start Carson Wentz last week. And uh, he paid for it dearly. Um, honestly, um, who who'd they start at quarterback yesterday? North Carolina. Um, Sam Howell. Sam Howell. Um, he actually looked pretty good against the Cowboys yesterday. Cowboys look listless, though. Uh, I'm eight eight and one is a solid year for Washington. Um, thought they might make a change there at head coach, but uh, Ron Rivera might have saved his job yesterday. Yeah, I think so. Um, but how he handled the quarterback situation down the stretch with the head scratcher. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, their team, I look back in our lifetime, they've just never really been good. They've no. just never really been, we, we haven't really ever taken them serious. No, I mean, as far as Super Bowl contenders, absolutely right. not. Right, I mean, yeah. 
you know, they had a, some successful RG3, but then his knee goes out, and mm-hmm. Alex Smith was doing well, and then his leg gets hurt. I don't even know what they categorize that as. And then, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, they just can never can never find it. Um, yeah, I cannot find my season records. I Maybe I can try to find it by next week. But uh, Dallas Cowboys. I actually hit this one on the head. I had the Cowboys finishing second at 12 and five, and they finished second at 12 and five. Um, Dak Prescott is holding that franchise back, which is hard to even say that when they won 12 games, but they have a really good roster around them. And uh, I don't really take them serious as a Super Bowl contender this year. I had them 12 and five as well. Um, Cause we both had the, the Cowboys and the Eagles both making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys both we both had them twelve and five and we both had the Eagles thirteen and four. Yep. So but Cowboys uh I know we're gonna make our predictions here soon, but I'm calling it now they're one and done in the playoffs this year. Agreed. And McCarthy gets fired. Completely agreed. And then watch yep. for watch for Sean Payton to go to Dallas. Yep. That would make complete sense. And then lastly, Philadelphia Eagles, who we both had going thirteen and four. I think we both like when we did it, we're like, I can't <laughs> we believe I have them that we, good. We did. <laughs> And then they end up going 14 and three Uh, fantastic offense. Great running game. Jalen hurts is probably a top two or three candidate for the MVP award this year. Uh, That trade for AJ Brown completely changed their offense as well. Cause they were really struggling in the wide receiver category for years. It felt like. Yes, they were. Um, And and Jalen hurts is what I might take away from their season. I mean, I knew he was solid coming in this year, but I didn't know if, he could be the guy, and he proved to me, yeah. yeah, he's their guy for a long, long time. So I don't have to worry about quarterback anymore because that's something they've had to worry about really since, since Donovan McNabb. I know they won a Super mm-hmm. Bowl, and Wentz played really well until he got hurt, and then Nick Foles was magical. But uh, he's not magical wherever else he goes. Yep. Um, but, yeah, they got quarterback taken care of. Like you said, they got a good run game, good defense. So I think they're going to be dangerous in the playoffs. Agreed. NFC South, oh, boy. Um, well let's just start with the Buccaneers because we both had them with the same exact record and we were way off yeah 15 and 2 yeah Um, that's a division if there's there's got to be a thing that if you are not over 500 you cannot win your division you cannot make the playoffs (laughs) I don't know how they do it but Tom Brady did not deserve to make the playoffs this year he just played in a trash division um the crazy thing is Brady set the NFL record for most completions in a single season this year as yeah. well. Um, I, It's Tom Brady. They're going to be a scary out regardless of what their record is. Well, like I said, I just picked them to beat the Cowboys. So yeah. <laughs> there's, there's one of my spoilers for, my, for our predictions coming up soon. Uh, you actually had originally Tampa Bay as your NFC representative in the Super Bowl. That's not. It could happen. <laughs> I'm not going to say it's not going to happen. Well, my representative in the NFC didn't make didn't make the playoffs, so you got a better yeah. chance than I do. The Minnesota Vikings. We're now on the NFC North. Oh my gosh, I, I went <laughs> down the wrong. I'm just looking at my playoffs here. We're uh, New Orleans Saints. Uh, I had them at five and twelve. The rest of the division went seven and ten in the NFC South. I had them at five and twelve. Jameis was bad. Andy Dalton was bad. Uh, they need to go look for a quarterback. Yeah, um, I think Dennis Allen, I think he deserves one more year. Um, I'd feel really bad if they canned him because I think Raiders only gave him a year, maybe two with, <laughs> when they had nothing out Yeah, they there fired in, him like four games into in his second year. Um, so I hope he gets another year. I always liked him when he was defense coordinator in Denver. Uh, but, yeah, they got to get quarterback. They mm-hmm. got to get it figured out. Um, got to get the magic back in the Superdome going again. Atlanta Falcons. I had them three and fourteen. They were better than that. Uh, Marcus Mariota proved to not be it, which we knew he wouldn't be it. And then he just quit on the team when Desmond Ritter was given the uh, quarterback job at the end of the year. Um, Ritter, I, I don't know if he showed enough to uh, be considered the starter next year, but I think uh, he, he did. He, he played a lot better than say like a Malik Willis did, and I think they're drafted in the same round. Yeah, I think he probably did. Uh, I mean, I don't see them grabbing a quarterback in the first or mm-hmm. second round, but. Maybe they grab one third or fourth like they did Ritter, but um, yeah, I thought I don't remember what I had. I predicted them. I think I predicted them towards the bottom of the league, though. I thought they were going to be garbage. Mm-hmm. So, and then lastly, the Carolina Panthers. I had them five and twelve. Um, traded C Mac, fired Matt Rule. 
Uh, they had a quarterback carousel all year. Oh, it felt like played from, five of them, I think. From Mayfield to Darnold to PJ Walker to uh, I think Jacob Eason even got a snap or two. Um, and Steve Wilkes held them together. I'll, I'll give him credit. And they were in a position where they controlled their own destiny. So uh, maybe he uh, he gets promoted there. I know they're uh, they've been interviewed or reached out to interview a few candidates, but uh, Wilkes might be the guy there. Yeah. I he got a raw he, deal in Arizona. Yes, Wilkes he did. did. I think he deserves the job. I don't know if I they're going to keep him, though, or not. And Sam Darnold might be their guy going forward. He might have showed enough. Yeah. He had the second lowest passer rating in NFL history yesterday in a win. <laughs> it was 2.3 passer rating. Uh, that stuff seems to happen to the NFC South quite often. <laughs> it does. So, All right. Uh, now we'll go NFC North. And we'll start with the Minnesota Vikings. I had them 9-8. and eight. I did have them making the playoffs. Of course, they were a lot better than that, although their point differential proves that they're not that great. And I think they probably won't be a one-and-done because they do get a home game. Uh, I don't think they're much of a Super Bowl contender, though. I also had them in the playoffs. I had them at 10-7. and seven, So at least we both got that right, uh, mm-hmm. them making the playoffs. Um yeah, they're tough at home. They're a tough playoff out at home. They usually have some magic. I'll just never forget that. Hail Mary against Breeze and the Saints. Yep. And then they went to Philly and got whooped in the NFC Championship. Um, but, yeah, I mean, a team that I was pretty high on, and then they lost steam coming down the stretch. Yeah, big time, which you can kind of feel it coming. Green Bay Packers. Had them 12-5. and five. Disappointing year there, and I've said what I've had to say about Aaron Rodgers. Hopefully, I never have to talk about him again. I had him at fifteen and two, and as my NFC representative in the Super Bowl, so I think I've got burnt by them like two or the last four years in my yeah. prediction. So I'm <laughs> I'm not doing that. And, yeah. and they ticked me off so much at one point. I said I wasn't picking them the rest of the year. Of course, <laughs> I went back on my word on that. Yeah. But uh, I got I got it. Won't be the last time Aaron Rodgers is mentioned on this podcast. But. Um, We'll move on because we have quite a few teams to cover and we got a few more segments to go to before we close this podcast out. Uh, Chicago Bears. Uh, number one pick. It's all that matters. I think they think they found their guy in Justin Fields. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. It would be really bad if he's not good next year and then they have to go quarterback shopping again when they have the number one pick this year. But I think they got to trade out of it, got to get what they yeah. can for it. Um, I know their fans are really excited about the future, possibly getting a new stadium, possibly got their quarterback, got the number one pick. They think they're close or getting closer. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. And Detroit Lions. I'm 3-14. and 14. They uh, they proved me wrong, watched them on hard knocks, thought there was no way this team's going to be yep. any good. And they were. And they found their guy in Jared Goff. I think he's found a home there. And Dan so, Campbell, too. And Dan Campbell, fiery coach, perfect for that city. Yep. NFC West, San Francisco 49ers. I had them eight and nine missing the playoffs. Honestly, I think that's about where they'd be if Trey Lance would have not gotten hurt. Of course, remember they lost week one to Chicago. Um, they got better with each quarterback injury. They won 10 straight to end the year. Uh, five of those games were Jimmy G. Five were uh, Brock Purdy. It's the first team since the 72 Dolphins to have a 10-game win streak where um, two different quarterbacks got at least five wins. Good defense, good wide receivers, mm. explosive running back who had a crew resurgence this year and Christian McCaffrey. They're dangerous. I had him going 13-4. I'm always on the San Francisco bandwagon before the season. I'm always kicking myself that I have them doing that well, but in this case, they, they did pretty well. Yep. Seattle Seahawks. I had them 6-11. I thought no shot after trading Russ. I think I had them worse than that. Yeah, and then uh, week one, they found a way to get it done against Denver, and it just they played really well. Yeah. The first 10 to 11 weeks and then kind of tailed off, but uh, got very uh, fortunate there at the end. Made the playoffs and they get the number five overall pick. Pretty good year mm-hmm. for them. Yeah, very good. Los Angeles Rams. Adam 15 and two. They went five and 12. Sean McVay's done. Uh, Matt Stafford says, yeah, oh, yeah, he's he's gone. Like he, He's not going to get fired, but he's going to walk away. TV? Probably. Or just take a year off because he does not look happy. No, no, I think like he's, he's, he's going fun. through a lot of stuff. I've, yeah. I've read. Uh, yeah, Stafford could be done. Aaron Donald. Aaron, Aaron Donald. I cannot say his name correctly. Anytime I go to say, I want to say Donald. Aaron Donald could be yeah. done. He about uh, retired last year. I had them eleven and six, so I had them in the playoffs as well. But it was Super Bowl hangover for mm-hmm. them all year long. And uh, lastly, Arizona Cardinals. Item eleven and six in the yeah, playoffs. They went four and thirteen. They were garbage all year long. A lot of injuries, um, but yeah, just quarterback not producing. I did not have them in the playoffs, but I could not tell you what their 
prediction was. So, all right, AFC East, the Buffalo Bills. Adam fourteen and three. They went thirteen and three. Um, one of the best teams in the AFC. They were your Super Bowl champions over the Buccaneers. They were my Super Bowl champions over the Packers. I had them going fifteen and two. So, uh, yeah, they're they're pretty explosive all across the board there. Miami Dolphins. I had them ten and seven getting in the playoffs. They went nine and eight and got in the playoffs. So it's pretty close there. Uh, you just wonder what could have happened if Tua would have stayed healthy the entire year, but he didn't. So could have, should have, would have. They had a fun offense when when they're mm-hmm. healthy to watch, and that's that was my takeaway for them. They were they were exciting to watch, and that's something from an outsider I couldn't say about the Dolphins for quite a few years. For a long time, <laughs> my entire life. <laughs> Uh, New England Patriots. Adam five and twelve. They went eight and nine. Mac Jones is not the answer there. They'll always have a good defense, good run game, but uh, they need a better quarterback. Matt Patricia's not the answer for OC. I yeah, that's that that's much. a good point there too. He does not know offense. Um, New York Jets. Adam five and twelve went seven and ten. Looked good there for a while, then uh, did what the Jets usually do, and that's just flatline. Will they early. be shopping for a quarterback, or is Mike White their guy? They need to go shopping. Lamar Jackson's a free agent. Um, maybe no they... way, no way. Baltimore done screw that up, right? No, oh, they're gonna see. Yeah, they're gonna screw that up <laughs> for sure. It's it's been a rough uh, second half there in Baltimore. So yeah, yeah. Jets are number two in New York, like they usually are. Yeah. Uh, AFC North, the Cincinnati Bengals. Adam twelve and five, uh, getting a wild card spot. Ended up winning the division. Um, they are going to be a scary team in the in the playoffs. I had them fourteen and three. Um, I like like myself some Joe Burrow, and I still do. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I like their chances to do some damage in the playoffs for sure. They did not suffer that Super Bowl hangover like the Rams. They started to, but then they turned it around. Baltimore Ravens had them fourteen and three. Went ten and seven. Lamar's injury kind of uh, hurt them as well. And um, John Harbaugh said today, "Have no updates." So it's not good. <laughs> Might be the Tyler Huntley show there uh, in uh, – who do they play? They play Cincinnati, right? Yeah. yeah, in, yeah in Cincinnati back-to-back weeks. Yeah, he got hurt against Denver in the first week of December, I think, or last week of November. It was early. I mean, and, and they tried to play it off like it wasn't that serious. That's right. Yeah. I was watching the game. I'm like, that looked pretty serious to me. And here we are a month later, and yep. he still hadn't played. I didn't practice. Them, I had them going 13-4, so they fooled me too. Uh, Cleveland Browns. Had them six and eleven. They went seven and ten. Honestly, they looked better with Jacoby Brissett at the helm. They did. Another awful contract for a quarterback. That's yeah. the highest one in the league. Bad right trade, there. bad contract. Yep. Uh, bad situation. They fired a defense coordinator, Joe Woods, today, which they can't keep a defense coordinator there for uh, anything. So. They're interviewing Brian Flores for a defensive I did coordinator. Did see that? Yeah. 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 yeah, that'd be a good spot for him, I think. Yeah. And the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Had him seven and ten, went nine and eight. Kenny Pickett showed some things uh, down the stretch, um, and they'll, they'll always have a good defense. Tom Tomlin doesn't have losing records, nope. never has. So never has. just when it looks like they're going to, they get they catch fire. So um, AFC South, Indianapolis Colts. Had him ten and seven. So did um, I. I didn't think they're really a threat to do much besides win that division because that division is terrible and it is terrible. Uh, but they went four twelve and one. They might be the worst team in football at the end of the year. They this coach hires crucial. Yeah. If they don't get the right guy and and if assuming they don't get the right quarterback in the draft or if they don't get the right quarterback or if they don't draft quarterback at all they could be one of the worst five teams in the league for the next 5 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Ursa can't screw this up, or Ballard can't screw this up. I should say, since he's leading the search. I'm surprised Ballard's uh, hung around as long as he has. Are you though, with Jim Ursa in charge? Are you though? Yeah, that guy did just hire Jeff Saturday as interim. So, but Saturday um, was making this pitch today to keep the job. <laughs> that that predictably went disastrous. Oh, like man, it, it could not have gone worse. Nope. Nope. Tennessee Titans had them seven and ten. They went seven and ten. Yep. And uh, missed the playoffs. Uh, quarterback situation is bad. Boring team. Another mm. team that just I never take seriously when they get in the playoffs. Uh, Houston Texans. Had them 1-16. They won two <laughs> two games more than I predicted. Uh, bad football team. Yeah. yeah, like we said, you knew they were going to be bad coming into the end of the year. Mm. And the um, Jacksonville Jaguars. Had them 5-12. And, and they went 9-8. and eight. So, uh, yep. Doug Peterson, I, I thought they would be improved, as you said. I uh, didn't think they'd win that division yet, uh, and they did. 
Yep, uh, they turned it around. We we spoke on them pretty heavily in the winners mm-hmm. column. AFC West, Kansas City Chiefs had them fourteen and three. They went fourteen and three, and there's a decent chance they'll be representing the AFC once again. I had them twelve and five. I thought they'd have a little bit of down here for themselves, but of course they don't. Um, Losing Tyree Kill did nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah did nothing. It's crazy. Plug, plug, and, plug, plug and play, and play, plug and play. They run uh, Reen around the Rosie offense, and you can't stop them. So, uh, yeah, they're annoying to me, but they're they're good, and they, and they are unfortunately fun to watch. The LA Chargers had them ten and seven. I did not have them making the playoffs though, and they went ten and seven and made the playoffs. Uh, Herbert took next step. Um, very stupid. They played their starters as long as they did yesterday. I had them 11-6 making the playoffs, so there we go. The uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Had them 12-5 making the playoffs. Thought they'd be a lot better under uh, McDaniel. Uh, Derek Carr is a guy that could end up in New York or Indianapolis or Carolina. Um, Just talk about a boring franchise anymore. Tom Brady might end up in Vegas. That's kind of the bet and odds right now if he comes back. Yep. Yep. Not to pair him back with McDaniel. They need something to get the home crowd there because it's a sea of whatever colors the opponents are wearing. Yeah, which Mark, is scary. Mark Davis for, will let you know. Scary for those uh, opposing fans because Raiders God, fans are the worst. They're the in worst. They're I, the I've, worst. I've never seen more fights in my life nope, than I'm I right saw there. last year in Denver. It was awful. Yep. I didn't even enjoy the game because and, yep. and the Raiders were killing Broncos. Saw three fights right around yep. us. It was just awful. And lastly, the Denver Broncos. Had them nine and eight, finishing dead last. I got the dead last part correct. Boy, um. did you ever! And I remember when you made that nine and eight. I said, "Oh, if they go nine and eight, I'm gonna be miserable beat around." Yeah. I had them going twelve and five. They went five and twelve. Yep. Lost nine games by a score or less, or one score let's, or nine games by one score. And let's let's be honest though, your your, your homerism gives them three more wins that they it usually does. should have anyway. So it does. Uh, it's not. Uh, I keep telling myself next year I'm not putting them in the playoffs, but we'll uh, see. We'll, we'll see. see. We got a coaching hire to go through and a lot of other yeah. things in an off season. So come uh, come August, I'll be wearing orange and blue, or September, uh, I'll be course. wearing orange and blue goggles like like usual. But most miserable year of my Broncos fandom. So I can see that. Yep, because it's supposed to be different. It was just supposed to be different, and it they were all, everybody's they're just missing quarterback. Well, that wasn't the case this year. So yep. all right, predictions for the playoff games. Uh, we have on Saturday. Who's the first game Saturday? Oh boy, um, I'm so, pulling it up here. Is it Giants and Vikings? I'm pulling up here. It is the Seahawks and the Niners. Uh, give me the Niners at home. They're rolling. Yeah, they're ten point favorites. I think they went pretty comfortably. I agree. In the Saturday night games, Chargers at the Jaguars. Chargers are one point favorites. Give me the Chargers. I I, I just think Justin Herbert's going to be too much. Uh, they they are helped out that it is a night game because they usually don't do well in the Eastern time zone. I'm taking the Jaguars because I don't like the Chargers. That's pretty <laughs> much it. Sunday, first game, your Miami Dolphins at the Buffalo Bills. Ten and a half point favorites, the Bills are. It sounds like if Tua plays, it's going to drop down to about six and a half. And if Skylar Thompson plays, it'll pop up to 14 and a half. Um, so ten and a half sounds sounds pretty good. I think Bridgewater will start. Uh, just happy to be there. Um, I don't think it'll go very well. Give me the Bills by 21. I think Bills pretty easily. Yep. Giants at Vikings. Uh, Vikings three-point favorites. Uh, give me the Vikings. I don't think they're very good, but I think they get this one. I'm right there with you. So far, I'm going all home teams. And the Sunday nighter, Baltimore Ravens at the Cincinnati Bengals, who are six-and-a-half-point favorites. Bengals by a lot. Yeah. Unless uh, Lamar makes a Willis Reed type. Is that was a Willis Reed type? Uh, yeah. Return. Interest. Return yeah. in the Monday Nighter Cowboys at Buccaneers. Cowboys three point favorites on the road. This will be the J Man's book of prediction of the week. We call this the Skip Bayless Bowl for some reason. Um, <laughs> loves himself some Tom Brady. I don't know who he's going to root for. His Cowboys, his Cowboys, as he calls them, or uh, his uh, his. I don't even know what to call Tom Brady to him, but it's uh, it's kind of embarrassing. It's probably um, something we can't even say on. Yeah, the his obsession with Tom Brady, but uh, give me Tom Brady. That'll be the J-Man's Book of Prediction of the Week, brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Watcher for Life Home Auto Business Renters, Workers' Comp and Farm Insurance. Contact Travis, 219-869-4561. It's emails, travis.watchering at infb.com. I'm going with Brady and the Bucks as well. So I'm going all home teams this weekend. Um, any more NFL thoughts? No, my other thoughts are in my bold predictions. So, 
Uh, I have one college football stat here. Uh, a former Georgia high school quarterback has started in the last seven national wow. championship games. Tonight we'll make it eight. That's incredible. Deshaun Watson twice, Jake Fromm, Trevor Lawrence twice, Justin Fields, and now Stetson Bennett twice. That's insane. That is incredible. <laughs> yeah. But why I let my dog out of the room, why don't you start off with uh, one of your bold predictions? One of my bold predictions, Sean McVay will be on TV next season. Uh, I hinted at it that I don't think he'll be back. That's definitely gaining steam here. Um, all, all the reports are that he's miserable. It looks like the uh, looks like the Rams will be going through a rebuild um, situation, and Sean McVay wants no part of that. So uh, I think he will be on TV. I don't think he'll be with the Rams regardless, but I think TV is his uh, – can make a lot of money on TV, just ask Tony Romo. That's a good one. That's a good one. My first one's Aaron Rodgers will retire. Mm. I I just think last night I was trying to see him in another uniform. And I just yep. I can't see him. I know your bold prediction one year last week was Brady or Rodgers in a Dolphin yeah, uniform. So yep. Hopefully that's... with the Dolphins winning yesterday uh, changes that. But yep. uh, My next one, the Cincinnati Bengals will win the Super Bowl. Just a bold prediction. I'll probably have a hard time uh, picking them. But uh, I think uh, they're hot at the right time, and they look really good. One of my uh, bull predictions sticking with the NFL, the Indianapolis Colts will draft a quarterback with their top five pick. I can see it. I don't know who, but they'll finally they'll finally pull a trigger and do it mm-hmm. instead of going the veteran route. John Calipari will finally leave Kentucky. Uh, if he's not run out of town, I know he has an unbelievable recruiting class coming in. He does every single year. Um, got whooped by about 30 against Alabama. They're nowhere near where they used to be. Um, I saw a stat. I can't remember totally what the stat was, but they're like 15 games under 500 against the net top 25 here the past couple of years. Um, all this youth is catching up to them. And uh, Kyle Party's not a very good basketball coach, in my opinion. I think he can recruit the heck out of the nation, but uh, won one title. Hasn't done a whole lot. Had been in the Final Four since 2015. And what yep. are you doing? Just stealing my bowl predictions now? That was my bowl prediction last week. One of mine. So just, <laughs> was it really? I didn't even. Yeah. I don't Calipari, even I said Cal, this would be Calipari's last season at Kentucky. So that's okay. how much I was paying attention. <laughs> uh-huh. That's okay. Derek Carr will be a Washington commander next Ooh, year. That makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, Florida State football will win the ACC and make the playoff. I like that. Yeah, I think they're, they're going to be good. They're be good next year. I like that a lot. I have two now non-power six conference teams will make the final four this year. Houston, Houston Gonzaga, the two I'm thinking of my head, oh, but yeah. but it could be. I mean, there's you know, I don't know. I just think two of them. I'm not. College I'm gonna... Charleston's having a great year. New Mexico's having a great year. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Jawan Howard finally jumps to the NBA. His his son's probably going to be a lottery pick. Um, I think now's the time if he's going to do it. That. Aaron Judge will hit at least 55 home runs this season. He probably will do that. Uh, There will be a scandal in one of the three major sports, and the star will be suspended for a significant amount of time. That's a pretty safe bet. That is a pretty safe bet. It happened uh, in Major League Baseball last year with Fernando Tatis Jr., um, Trevor Bauer the year before. So it's probably going to be in baseball is where it happened. Well, Deshaun Watson? Oh, and Deshaun Watson, yeah. He should have been suspended for longer, but yeah. The Indiana Pacers will advance – at least around in the playoffs. Awesome. They're better than uh, most people thought. Mm-hmm. Their GM knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, expansion plans are announced in either the NBA or Major League Baseball. NBA, come on. <laughs> come on. Sonics, I, I think uh, Major League Baseball is going to try to expand to Nashville, Vegas, Portland even. So I think Vegas gets an NBA and an, and and MLB. an MLB team. Yep. I agree. Ricky Fowler will win a golf tournament in 2023. <laughs> I knew that was coming sometime. <laughs> Been playing better the last couple months. Yeah. So. Uh, Notre Dame decides to join the ACC. It's my last one. I think they're going to be pretty good. Sam Hartman yes. coming over from Wake Forest. I think they're going to be pretty good next year. And I yep. don't like saying nice things about Notre Dame. So. <laughs> yeah. And my last one's also college football related. Georgia will make the college football playoff for the third straight year next year. Can see it. Can see it. Got some word association for me this week? I do. Who is, do, do we have a sponsor for a bowl? We don't have a sponsor for bowl prediction. What am I talking about? We only do it three times a year. <laughs> <laughs> My uh, word association this week, I took the top-ranked Big Ten recruit in basketball over the past 15 or so years, uh, starting with Greg Oden. 
Greg Oden, uh, Indianapolis zone, mm-hmm. Ohio State zone, one and done. Was great Ohio State with Conley. Foot problems in the NBA, and the Blazers are probably still wishing they took Durant instead. Yeah. Uh, Eric Gordon. Oh, man, another Indianapolis zone, one and done to Indiana. Good player, but not as good as the hype was around yeah. him. You know, the hype with Illinois and Indiana and that whole thing. He had the Samson controversy, getting fired. Dockage comes in. Hoff Arbor gets him. They get smacked by yeah. Arkansas. But he's had a good long NBA career. Maybe not a superstar, but long NBA career. Yeah, the Illinois message board still talk about the old, old message board where <laughs> um, Eric Gordon's dad was on there all the time. And the day Eric Gordon decided to switch – uh, Gordon's dad said, no reason to worry. I don't even know why you guys are worrying. He's going to be in a lion eye. And like two hours later, he switched to, uh, <laughs> and yeah, he, he was ranked number two in the 07 yeah. class. Ranked number one in the 08 class, BJ Mullins. Oh, I got to watch what I say on TV. I was not a fan of his. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, didn't, didn't do anything in the pros. Did uh, two years, maybe three years. He didn't really do anything at Ohio state either. No, not that good. No. Um, number 38 in the 2009 recruiting class, DJ Richardson. Wow. Uh, I remember him having a good game. I think it was him at Michigan state one year. Maybe. Or no. I, don't remember. Was he, not, I don't know. He was the reason pride. They came back against Indiana in the, uh, the Tyler Griffey buzzer okay. beater game. They had his moments could get hot. Yeah. It, it was a weak recruit or it was a yeah weak big 10 class. DJ Richardson won big 10. Uh, freshman of the year, uh, Christian Watford was in that class. But other than that, it was like Jordan Holes and Brandon Paul was in it. But uh, number five and 010, 010, number five and 10, <laughs> Jared Sullinger. Uh, good college player, stayed two years. Ohio State got him to, did they make the final four both years or just his second year? Don't I know remember. he did his sophomore year. They made the final four at least. Yeah. So, but they were always top five those two years there. Aaron Kraft, Dealer, mm-hmm. Buford, all those guys. Mata, I hated those hated teams. those teams. Hated Value City Arena. Um, yeah, and he, he was an okay pro for a little while. Cody Zeller, number fifteen and eleven, got Indiana back to where they hadn't been for a long time. Uh, I mean, they had were in just not a good place. Him mm-hmm. and Victor Oladipo got them and. Uh, top five for back-to-back years is a Big Ten title, uh, but couldn't get past Syracuse in Sweet yep. 16, and he's still in the NBA today. Little dog, Glenn Robinson Jr., 11th in 2012. Became a lot better player than I ever thought he was going to be, not yeah. only in college but the pros also, and he won a dunk contest with the Pacers. Uh, not as good as his dad, but not bad for big shoes to fill. Yeah. Uh, Noah Vonley, number eight in 2013. Had tons of potential, jumped early, and – didn't do a whole lot of believing. He's still in hanging there. around. I, I know think. he's still on a roster, which a lot of IU's guys are. That went yeah. to the NBA. So. Uh, D'Angelo Russell, he was number 18. He was good. Ohio State always usually gets the best Big Ten NBA prospects for some reason. Yeah. Um, wasn't on the greatest Ohio State team, but, yeah, he was he was really good. Top five pick. Listen to this one. I completely forgot about this guy. Diamond Stone. Maryland. Oh, Maryland. Yeah. yeah. He was a number beast down six. low. Um, jumped early as well. Don't think he ever really made it, but yeah, no. he was a beast down in the block. You didn't want to get in a fight with him. That's for sure. No. Uh, Miles Bridges, who was number 10th in his class. Good athlete. Hit a couple big shots against, uh, at least one, if I can remember correctly, against Purdue when you're at the buzzer. Um, got in some trouble, though, this past yeah. year. Yeah. Uh, Jaron Jackson, who was number six. That one hurt. That was a Matt Painter one that he recruited real hard. He went over to France when no, to watch him when no other coach did. Izzo swoops in one time and gets him. Yeah. Um, good player. Top pick by the Grizzlies. Yeah, he's um, having a good NBA career, too. Yeah, yeah, he's going to be a fit athletic. Yeah. Uh, Romeo Lankford, number six. Another IU guy that was good, but didn't live up to the hype. I mean, this guy was as hyped up as any player since Damon Bailey coming out of yeah. the state of Indiana. Hard to live up to that, though. The best player in Romeo's class was Io DeSumo in the Big Ten. Um, yep. He was ranked 30th, I think, or something like that. Uh, DJ Carton, number 33. I, I mean, it's all a player. I don't he, – nothing stands out to him about me. No, I mean, he transferred to Marquette because he had yeah. some issues there at Ohio State. He's yeah. my mom's alma mater. Uh, but he, uh, he he jumped after one year at Marquette, and I don't yeah. know if he's playing anywhere. Yeah, he's, yeah. Uh, last one here, Christian Lander. Christian Lander. Uh, yeah. Another, <laughs> another. 
so many overhyped guys that went to yeah. IU uh, just didn't fit. <laughs> yeah, I don't he, know. Just he reclassed too. Yeah, um, that was it, a bad move on his part. Yeah, and if if he wouldn't have reclassed, it would have been um, Trace Jackson Davis in that class, would have which been would the make top. sense. Right. Yeah. Well, that's going to do it for uh, the Word Association Sigmas, brought to you by Performer Print 2 Promo Group. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company pick, or sales meeting in 2023, let Performer Print 2 Promo Group take care of you. They have over 50 years combined experience in promotional products and commercial print. They strive for fast and efficient response to all your print needs. You need to look no further. Let them be your one-source print and promotional company by giving Barbara Van Weisberg a call today at 574-210-3815. I have on this day pulled up real quick. We might not be able to get to talk some college hoops, which is okay um, with me. (laughs) But uh, on this day in 1952, the Marines give notice that they will recall Ted Williams to active duty. Another Teddy appearance. Knew we couldn't go too long until he's on the list. In 1958 on this day, Oscar Robertson, who was playing for Cincinnati at the time, scored 56 against Seton Hall. Seton Hall as a team scored 54. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on this day in 1962, the NFL prohibited grabbing a face mask. So they were face masking to death back in the day. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. About yeah. broken necks. Uh, <laughs> on this day in 1977, who won Super Bowl XI? 77, Super Bowl XI. Dang, I don't have my thing up here in this room anymore like I used to at my yeah. old house. I don't even know who played in Super Bowl. I'm going to guess Steelers. Oakland Raiders beat the Minnesota Vikings. Fred Belitnikoff was uh, ah. MVP. On this day in bunch of MLB Hall of Fame. 1991, baseball officially bans Pete Rose from being elected into the Hall of Fame for betting on baseball. Yeah, he should be in. On this day in... Uh, on this day in 2000, Miami Dolphin quarterback Dan Marino won his last career NFL game, 20-17 versus Seattle in the playoffs. Uh, I'll never forget that. It was a game-winning comeback. Um, I forget. He th- I think he threw a touchdown to – I don't remember who – L- Lamar Lamar Thomas, I think, is who he threw a touchdown to. But then Terrell Buckley had an interception to clinch it. Very next week, Dan Marino loses 62-7 to to the Jacksonville Jaguars in the divisional round. Uh, so maybe, maybe that's why I hate Jacksonville Jack so much. Be, there you go. There you be go. It. Who won the 2012 college football 14th BCS national championship? 2012. That would have been Alabama over Notre Dame. Alabama over LSU. Okay. So Alabama Notre Dame must have been 13. 13. Yeah. It was the 12 season, 13. <laughs> that's, that always gets confusing yeah. to me. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That was a terrible national championship. 21. Yeah, it, nothing. Was. it was yeah, so it was. boring. Uh, last one here on this day in 2017, who won the college football national championship? So the 2017 championship for the 16 season. Correct. Well, now I can't even remember the 16 season. Uh, <laughs> Alabama. They lost to Clemson. It was Clemson's uh-huh. first. That uh, I believe that's when Hunter Renfro, Hunter Renfro caught Renfro the, the yep. game winner. Yeah, yeah it, it's really hard for me to remember the college football playoff champions anymore yeah. by years. So. Hit me with that birdie bogey one more well, before time. Before I do that, that's on this day segment, which is brought to you by mm. Mooney Woodcrafts. Mooney Woodcrafts is a veteran-owned and operated woodcraft shop based out of North Carolina with Indiana grassroots. They provide 100% hand-cut custom designs to fit your needs, and their pieces make a great addition to any home, office, or man cave. You can see some of their recently completed projects at Mooney Woodcrafts on Instagram and Facebook. Let them know the Tan and J-Man show sent you for 15% off your order. Go order some signs now or some go charts. Tell them Tan and J-Man show sent you 15% off. All right. Sure. On this day tonight, or geez, birdie or bogey tonight, Austin Eckler became the fourth player in NFL history with 100 receptions and 100 rushing attempts in the same season. What other three guys have done this? Uh, Christian McCaffrey. He is one. Uh, Marshall Fox, a pretty safe guess. He is not. Not on there. Huh? Nope. 100 catches, 100 receptions. Is the guy like Brian Westbrook on there? No. And you know, it's funny because when I was given this this uh, question yesterday by Sean Schreiber, who's a loyal viewer of the show, those are the three guys you just named or the three guys I really? guessed. Yep. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I can't believe Marshall's not on there. I know. 
Um, are these recent guys? Yeah. All recently, huh? 100 catches, 100 rushes. It's going to make me mad when I hear it. I have no idea. Matt Forte? Matt Forte is one. Oh, yeah. man. Yep. I don't know the other one. LaDainian Thompson. Should have known that one. So we I can't both, believe I got Forte and not LT. We are both uh, one over. Yeah. Start the year. Great. Start, picked up right where we left off. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for watching. The Tan and J-Man Show live on the ISC Sports Network. We'll be back at it next Monday with another episode. Have a fantastic week, everybody.